Support for this NPR podcast comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, family-owned, operated, and argued over since 1980. Proud supporter of independent thought, whether that's online, over the air, or in a bottle. More at sierranevada.com. Happy Friday, everyone. I'm Robin Hilton from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. It's time for our weekly run through some of the best albums out now. We're looking at July 13th releases, and we kick this week's New Music Friday off with Raylan Baxter and his album, Wide Awake. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Maybe I was born sick in the castle on top of the world. Maybe the whole gang is better off Making money out fighting a war Terminal motion Keeps spinning me around Temporary devotion With the picket fence and a rowdy crowd was sure that everything was going fine Until you took the shot and killed me with your mind I'm a man and I want to be honest I'm better than I used to be But now the Man, did I say Happy Friday yet? Raylan Baxter. <laughs> the album is Wide Awake. <laughs> and joining me to talk about this one is Ann Powers there in Nashville. Hey, Ann. Hey, how you doing, Robin? All right, and Stephen Thompson here in D.C. Good to be here. I always thought of Raylan Baxter as sort of a country blues guy. Um, and if, in, like if you listen to some of his earliest stuff, there's even kind of a country twang in his voice at times. And, and there's not really any of that on this record. Well, Raylan Baxter is a Nashville native. His dad is uh, the esteemed multi-instrumentalist Bucky Baxter, noted Nashville session man. But Raylan Baxter has really been evolving over the course of his short recording career. This is his third album. And he's always been one to play with sounds and such a witty writer and so great with melody. But this album, Wide Awake, to me is a huge leap. You know, and it reminds me of one of my favorite Bands of all time, Fountains of Wayne. Ooh. Oh, wow. It totally reminds me of their glory days. Like Fountains of Wayne, Raylan Baxter is another songwriter who's dipping into that rich tradition of, of witty, sonically complex pop. You say witty pop. I've got one for you of who he reminded me of. Randy Newman. Hmm. Like early, yes. early to mm-hmm. mid-70s, Randy Newman, for, particularly for some of the themes and the humor. Yes, he deals with our confused state of the nation on this album. He has a song about guns. He has a, That song you just played is sort of about the confused American dream. But he also has amazing love songs. He has a, a one song called Without Me that feels like an answer to Without You from Harry Nilsson. It's perfection. I love it. Raylan Baxter, his album is called Wide Awake. Let's go now to Dirty Projectors and their new record, Lamp Lit Prose. The sky has darkened, earth turned to hell 
Some said a light God shined where darkness dwelled. So I won't cry or collapse, overwhelmed. Time like a song just might rhyme with itself. I don't know how I'm gonna be a better man. I don't know how I'm gonna reach the promised land. I don't know how I'm gonna get you to take my hand. But I'm gonna try and I know when. Dirty Projectors, the album is Lamp Lit Prose. The song we're hearing is called Right Now. And uh, Stephen Thompson, you know, after a five-year break, they've now got their second album in as many years. And, uh, you know, the last one was kind of a downer, yeah. <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> and, Love hurts. And, yeah, and I guess I'm wondering, uh, does this one find the, the, the main guy, David Longstreth, in a better place, maybe? I, I think so. I mean, I think that there's still an introspection to it and a, a reflectiveness to it. Dirty Projectors went through a lot of changes. There, there's The lineup changes have sort of been constant, but there was a very high profile breakup kind of within the band Amber Kaufman left made a solo record he wrote a record that was in part just kind of moping about that mm. I appreciated kind of the rawness of it but it also kind of went up its own nose a little bit yeah. <laughs> um, and I think <laughs> yes that, it did and I think this record it retains some of that intimacy and some of the personal qualities but this one feels more sonically wild I mean David Longstreth has always been somebody to take a lot of pop sounds a lot of classic pop sounds and sort of puree them. Right. Uh, just even within a line of a song, it'll take a hairpin turn. And right. I mean, you heard in in that clip that every note is kind of bent and kind of going askew in some way, but it feels a little bit warmer and more approachable to me than the last one. He's also got a bunch of interesting collaborators on this record. On the song right now that we just heard has Sid from the internet, Robin Pecknold from Fleet Foxes pops up, Rostam right. from Vampire Weekend. So he brings in some different collaborators and I think that keeps it feeling creative and, and fresh and not quite so insular. Dirty Projectors is the band, the record is Lamplit Pros. And uh, Anne and Stephen, you'll both be back in the second half of the show to talk about a few more releases for this week's New Music Friday. But first let's go to a band called the Ophelias and their new album Almost. <laughs> You walk in the field, frogs as quietly, mist on the grass and tears in your hands. Look up at the moon and let it consume you. Bring the scales away the way once felt. I wanna be warm. I want you. Sets it on fire I'm moving my feet You're walking too fast The scene is on film 
The band is the Ophelias, uh, and this record is called Almost. The song we're listening to is called Fog. It's the opening cut, and NPR Music's Lars Gottridge here to talk about this one. This is one that you turned me on to, and I immediately fell in love with it. Oh, really? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, all, all of our members are young women, and they all met in high school in Cincinnati, and they kind of all realized that they were, quote-unquote, the token girl in their very predominantly male rock bands. And they decided, why don't we have our own band? We're, like, really all amazing at our instruments. And mm-hmm. uh, they decided to start their own band called The Ophelias, and they all kind of came from different kinds of music from surf rock from indie from opera and yeah and you know it's kind of this we see this a lot with like uh younger bands right now they they take in influences from lots of different places and just kind of like jam pack it into to each other and i those are fun but the ones i tend to like that really stick with me are the ones that you can't really tell where they're coming from the opening cut that we just heard, Fog, is one of the more up-tempo tracks, but things get a little different in the second half of this record. And you don't hear that too often either. You don't really hear albums sequenced that way where the A side is like, it's definitely elliptical, and but very accessible, but the second half of the record gets a lot darker and moodier and like much, much weirder. And they, they play with, especially those violin arrangements become m- much more stretched and strange. I love how much ground they can cover in such a short amount of time. The whole album's 10 tracks, but it's less than a half hour. Yeah, it's only like 30 minutes. And, yeah. yeah, and it feels like such a journey, which is why I love that they switch it up so much in the second half, because it'd be very easy for this to just be a breezy record that you put on when you're driving down the highway or something like that. But it ends up being a pretty deep listen. Uh, yeah, almost. It's definitely a record I'm going to be returning to a lot this year. Thanks, Lars. Thanks, Robin. And we've got one more album to talk about before the break. It's Rolling Papers 2 from Wiz Khalifa. Uh, came from the bottom, started this out with nothing. Turned the fam in my squad, then turned this thing into something. I grab a cone and I stuff it. Never gonna get enough, depending on how it's going. We only gonna get tougher. I done seen people suffer. Hate turned into love. Lost some people didn't get here, but they watch it from up above. On the road, are they ever home? And money caught one in the dome. Now it's hard to even pick up my phone. I'm getting grown, but not too grown to let my feelings show Anything you want, you can get, you gotta build it though I blew up quick and lost some shit, but now I'm feeling no There's consequences to every decision, good or wrong Just do the best with the time you're giving and live strong Give your all, cause a man gonna be a man And do what he gotta do, baby, this is Rolling Papers too. The rapper's Wiz Khalifa, the album Rolling Papers 2, and here to talk about this one is NPR Music Sydney Madden. Hey, Sydney. Hey, thanks for having me, Robin. Thanks Absolutely, again. yeah. This is um, this is pretty great. This is a sequel to his first Rolling Papers album that came out in 2011, and one we've been hearing about for a while. I remember he first yep. started teasing in like 2016, and 2015. we th- yeah, we thought it was imminent. Yeah, yeah. So Rolling Papers in 2011, it was his third studio album, and it was actually his. I want to say his pop crossover out of all of his albums so far. It gave us songs like Black and Yellow and Roll Up, but it went a lot of different ways. And I think he's kind of having a cool full circle moment with Rolling Papers too. 
there's a lot of different layers to himself that he's giving us on this. And pretty personal on this one, the title cut we hear him, he talks about his son. He's be- he's become a father yep. since the first one. Where many people have written him off as kind of like a pop rapper and a chart topper, not really much a lyricist anymore. Rolling Papers 2, the title track, is showing a lot of different range here. And the flow is reminiscent of his mixtape days back when Kush and Orange Juice dropped, which I want to say was 2010. He has a really interesting backstory that I, I wasn't familiar with, and that is that he was essentially a military brat. He's originally from North Dakota, but moved around a lot. And <laughs> Yeah, many people yeah, don't know that. Yeah, he lived in Germany and the UK and Japan, and uh, I, I, I don't know how much that informs his music at all. Well, he eventually settled in Pittsburgh. He went to high school over there, and that's where he really got his footing in the rap game. But he really has a huge global background, and I think that's part of the reason he has a huge global appeal. Like, he's one of rap's rock stars, for good reason. In an interview with Billboard, he said, I feel awesome, I look awesome, I give (laughs) off awesome energy. Anybody that touches me becomes awesome after they get the juices. Do you feel awesome after listening to Rolling Papers, too? That's what I mean. Like, he's really, like, a rock star in the sense. And he, he was one of the pioneers of this backpack rap genre, this mixing of of moods and cultures with rap and rock in the early 2000s, so I totally give him credit. And I'm a huge fan of Full Circle Moments, and we've had a few Full Circle Moments this year in hip-hop, in my opinion. Um, Cardi B is having a great Full Circle Moment, J. Cole with his recent album, and I think Rolling Papers 2 is a great Full Circle Moment for Wiz fans. Wiz Khalifa, Rolling Papers 2, one of the many great releases out on July 13th. Uh, Thanks, Sydney. Thank you, Robin. We still have a few more albums to get through, but first let's take a short break and we'll be right back. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Stitcher Premium, featuring Weird Al Yankovic from his recent ridiculously self-indulgent, ill-advised vanity tour. For a free month of Stitcher Premium, go to stitcherpremium.com slash weirdal and use promo code FRIDAY. It's New Music Friday from All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. We're looking at some of the notable releases for July 13th. And we start the second half of the show off with the band Leluc and their album, Sculptor. The moon and the stars go drifting by While you lay sleeping in the deep quiet All of your friends tightly gathered round Lift you up so you can look down Luke, the record is Sculptor. The song we're hearing is called Moon Girl. And back here to talk about this one is Ann Powers and Stephen Thompson. 
What an extraordinarily beautiful record this is, and just about everything Luluk does, really. Yeah, I mean, they're they're definitely favorites of ours. I, I just think Zoe Randall and Steve Hassett just continue to refine and perfect what they do, which is create a space for reflection, for quiet beauty in a very loud <laughs> 2018, a very loud contemporary moment. Um, you enter the world of Leluc, and you hear these gentle stories that sometimes have, you know, have a darkness underneath, but it just brings the blood pressure down. I mean, Zoe Randall's voice is so comforting. And but there's there's also this, you know, as as you alluded Anne, there there is some tension on this record. And there are also songs like the I mean the title track which is sort of just about the fragility of the world. It always just feels like it's coming from such a kind place. I just love this band. Like their music is like a friend. Well, probably uh, another top 10 record for me at the end of the year, Leluc Sculptor. And Leluc, uh, a duo from Australia. And the next artist that I want to go to is also from Australia. Her name is Amy Shark, and her new record is called Love Monster. We've been kicking these words around too long. I had a feeling we were close to something big. A deep breath under a baseball cap. One way ticket to a heart attack. Amy Shark is the singer. Her record is Love Monster. The song we're hearing is called All Loved Up. And Steven, she's been putting out singles for a while, and this is finally her full-length debut record. She had a huge hit in Australia in 2016 and 2017 called Adore. Right. And it was kind of the only song that was floating around for a while. And it is this really beautiful crush song. Now she's finally got this whole record and you get a sense of a larger vision. I think a lot of people are going to compare her, hopefully favorably, to Lord. That's exactly what I was going to say. When I was listening to this record, I just kept thinking, this is this is so Lord. And when we say that, it's not to say it's derivative of no. that. But it's, it's plugging into that same mix of like a really, really razor-sharp pop sensibility mixed with a kind of just these really atmospheric touches and a real sense of adventurism in the sound. Amy Shark is the artist and Love Monster is the record, one of the many great releases that are out on July 13th. All right, just one more album for us to talk about before we go, and it comes from the band Cowboy Junkies. The record is called All That Reckoning. Fear is not so far from hate So if you get the folks to fear it only takes one small twist to kick it up a gear. Oh, oh, and you can control hate, but only for so long. And when you lose control. 
This is a band that has been around long enough that it's it's easy to forget or d- dismiss them as like not having anything left to say. But I was just really impressed with the breadth and depth of this record. It sounds as vital and fresh as anything they've done. Yes, of course, the Cowboy Junkies became famous many years ago, 1987, to be specific, when they recorded an album called The Trinity Session, which they recorded in a church all around one mic. This album has a much more expansive sound. It's still, you know, it's focused around that beautiful voice of Margot Timmons and the guitar work of her brother, Michael Timmons, but has pretty raw moments. It's dealing with some heavy stuff and, you know, that quiet space they created and that they're famous for. But this one rises to a new place, I think. Yeah, it's called All That Reckoning. And thematically, it is very much about kind of coming to terms with the the way the world is sort of changing under our feet. And I think they do feel a little bit reinvigorated. But at the same time, I hope that people who have loved this band over the years, and, and I have really, really loved the Cowboy Junkies over the years. It was nice to kind of go back and be reminded of how fresh this sound can still be. And this is very much an album of the times with song titles like The Things We Do to Each Other. It's not really hard to understand what what Margot Timmons is singing about on this record, but she did share some notes about the songs with us. And she said about The Things We Do to Each Other, I'm quoting Margot Timmons here. She says, it's the oldest tactic in the playbook of social control. Create a culture of fear and then begin to manipulate that fear to distract, divert, and divide. And fortunately, the end result is that fear usually turns to hate and hate is a human emotion that is impossible to predict and control. So uh, still definitely lots to say in the, with yeah. this band and, yes. and lots to think about for sure. And that band is Cowboy Junkies. The record is called All That Reckoning. Thanks, Anne. Thank you so much. And Stephen for joining us once again. My pleasure. A reminder, as always, to tell your friends about the program and follow me on Twitter at NPROBIN. To see a list of the albums we talked about, check out the podcast description for this episode. You can also go to npr.org slash allsongs. You can hear full versions of the songs we featured from these records and a whole lot of other great releases in the New Music Friday playlist from NPR Music. Go to npr.org slash Spotify or open the Spotify app and search for NPR Music. And for NPR Music, I'm Robin Hilton. Be well, have a great weekend, and treat yourself to lots of great music. Support for this podcast and the following message come from the NPR Wine Club, where every bottle tells a story and NPR shows become wines, like Weekend Edition Cabernet Sauvignon. Available to adults 21 years or older. Learn more at nprwineclub.org.